Welcome to Otaku American. This is Mikey Fresh here. In today's installment of OA, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more about, um, you know, this will probably be the last episode of um, talking about soccer anime, even though, you know, I could talk about some more uh, that have come out over the years. Um, I'm going to end it with Days, which came out in 2016. But I'm also going to talk a little bit about um, some of the games that were announced. And there's a game that was announced um, recently within uh, during a video games uh, award awards that I am so stoked about. And um, just a couple other things here and there, like the uh, game that just recently came out that I've been playing as of late, which is Need for Speed Unbound and a few other things. So stay tuned. So uh, this being the last episode of the series that we've been uh, honoring uh, World Cup as of late, as I think of the time we're recording this, uh, Argentina is supposed to play against um, Croatia in the uh, semifinals. Um, I think it's the semifinals. I'm almost positive it's the semifinals. So, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I haven't really been watching a lot of World Cup as of late. Um, I've been keeping abreast of it here and there. Um, but I pretty much expected what I, what was going to happen in regards to the U.S. team. Um, it's funny though that Argentina's played the semifinals, even though, um, uh, considering, uh, you know, you have, um, uh, FIFA 2023 had, had, uh, predicted that Argentina was going to win the whole thing. And for the last, like three other, um, world cups, uh, FIFA has predicted the correct team the last three times. So it looks like it's going to be another prediction from FIFA, so FIFA the game, so, but outside of that, um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about Days, I think I mentioned something about Days back when it came out originally, I think it came out in 2016, so I think it was like July of 2016 or something like that, and I thought the anime itself was a pretty good anime, um, it's uh the anime really revolves more more or less about around you know uh hard work and perseverance uh perseverance um because the main character uh i think his name is sakimoto or um takimoto he um sukimoto he uh he's not a good player I'm just gonna say that right off the bat. He's um, a character. He's a, a, a character. Main the main character is someone who gets bullied a lot. Um, you know, he's not particularly strong. He's not particularly. You know, he's you know he's weak, fragile. You know, he's slow. He's not your stereotypical. He's not your prototyp- prototypical. You know main character in a soccer anime because most main characters in sports anime it's weird you have you'll have the guy who looks like he shouldn't be able to play the game play the sport but he excels in it case in point um uh like kokoro no basketball 
Um, uh, Eye Shield 21 is the same thing. Um, Eye Shield 21, to some extent, is similar to Days, only in the fact that the main character in Eye Shield, he actually can play football to some extent because, like Sakimoto um, in Days, he was constantly like running away or he was getting bullied. But the difference between Eye Shield and Sakimoto is that Eye Shield would like dip and dodge and avoid his um, dip and dodge. Sorry, I just practically woke up, but um, he would dip and dodge his um, bullies and stuff. So he was able to dip and dodge on the field and became really good at running back. But unlike, you know, Sakimoto and um, Days, he's just not good. But because he never gives up, he's constantly trying, he's constantly striving to be better, to be at least on par with the rest of the team, because the team he's playing for in high school, the high school team he's playing for, is a uh, nationally ranked or nationally known team in Japan. So, you know, for him to make the team, he has to, like, he was showing... um, guts and grittiness and everything else you know the stuff that most people talk about in regards to uh, sports and um he made the team and him by him making a team he's making other people you know he's inspiring other people to do better as opposed to um you know not as opposed to but he only he really only joined because um his friend the person he made friends with jen is uh, somebody who helped him out of a jam in which he was getting bullied. And, you know, on a whim, he said, hey, why don't you come down to the pitch? You know, we were about to play a soccer game. And then, you know, uh, Sakamoto actually scored a goal, but it was on some, like, craziness. Like, he literally hit the pole, goal pole, uh, or whatever. And, you know, I don't remember if he got knocked out or not, but he hit the goal pole. But... As it turns out, Jin is a really good player. Um, he's good-looking, good player, uh, extroverted. You know, to some extent, he could fight. I guess. I mean, he had nunchucks and he like did something to get the players uh, to get the bullies away from uh, Sakamoto. But um, I think the only reason why Sakamoto even made the team was because uh, was because uh, the captain the star the star player slash captain of the that high school that they're playing for used to be as a freshman he wasn't he wasn't a good player so and as time went on throughout the three years of high school they were in he became the star based upon constantly practicing hustling you know, learning the game, um, polishing his, you know, his skills in the game and all kinds of stuff. So he was able to go from being like the worst player the freshman year to being the the best and star player his senior year. So, you know, um, I, I can say in regards to someone who's played sports, um, you know, hard work, guts, perseverance can go a long way in regards to it. You may not necessarily be the best player, but the fact that people see, a lot of people get inspired by seeing, like, that guy is not the best player on this team, but he still goes 110% and no quit, never say die type attitude. It's very infectious in regards to teams, especially team sports. So, uh, it, it works 
you know, pretty well in regards to individual sports, but it's definitely one of those team sport kind of things. But um, how would I rate? Uh, instead of going, you know, rehashing through most of the anime like I um, before, because Days is an older anime and it's something I've seen a long time ago. Um, how would I rate it in regards to the other um, soccer games that are in? Um, I would rate it pretty high because, you know, it's A is the last anime I've decided to uh, cover during this World Cup um, mini series that we have. And uh, I thought it was a pretty good anime. I love the intro. The intro music is great. Um, and the anime itself is, is, yeah, I wouldn't say it's better than like Ayoshi or um, uh, Blue Lock, but it definitely, like, to me, it, it gives you enough background in regards to like soccer itself. And the story is great. I enjoy seeing some, an underdog, you know, do something and, you know, um, succeed no matter what level it is you know that he's succeeding in I love seeing that kind of stuff he or she um, I love seeing that kind of stuff so that's why I would recommend days um, would it would it be the first if you're if you've never seen soccer anime would it be the first anime I would suggest probably not but had you been going through it like the years it you know it was definitely a, a it was definitely a must watch let's put it that way it's in my top 10 so in regards to um the the next two thirds of this anime is revolving around some games, especially during in light of uh the video games awards that happened just um about four or five days ago. Um I want to talk a little bit about Need for Speed Unbound, which is weird because I don't make a habit of playing Need for Speed games because unfortunately for me, Need for Speed games, talking about Need for Speed games is like talking about uh, Call of Duty. Those games usually come out just about every single year. And, you know, when you have something like that, like sports games is a little different because sports games, you're not buying sports games because they're changing every year you're buying sports games primarily for the update to the roster hopefully the players you like on certain sports franchises get better sometimes they get worse so you know people i know for me i buy it for franchise mode and i'm hoping instead of for me having to go into the system and changing everybody's stats i'll get the next game or i'll wait and wait until it's like on sale, a Black Friday sale or something like that. Because I just got Madden on the Black Friday sale. I think I might have paid like $30, $35 for it. So, but um, yeah, so in that regard, like games that come out every year that's like sports games, I understand. I can kind of understand buying them every year. Um, in regards to games like Need for Speed and Call, uh, Call of Duty, I'm like, I don't usually get those games every year. Uh, because of... Um, EA play I play Need for Speed games more frequently than I would normally but I don't pay for them I just get them through the subscription and then I try them at that time um and especially since EA play allows you to have trials so um I checked out the trial for Need for Speed Unbound and I think the reason why I checked it out primarily because I like the art style 
Um, for people who don't know, Need for Speed Un- uh, Unbound is like really just a continuation of Need for Speed Heat. Um, there's uh, the racing involves, you know, um, a day night cycle. Um, the day in the day you drive around, you do the things that you need to do. You play, a, you run a couple of races, that kind of thing. But at night, um, the races get a little more intense. Um, they get a little more difficult. Um, yeah, so, you know, I do like the day and night cycle that they, uh, implemented from heat. Um, I also enjoy the, um, the, the heat, no pun intended in regards to the police and how the police interact with you, especially at night, they go like balls to the wall trying to get you at night in the, in the daytime which if you think about it, it kind of makes sense but then in the daytime there's more people out so the police has to be a little more cautious but at night it's not that many people out so they go like crazy trying to get you so i like that also but the thing that really in the thing that really like caught my eye in regards to need for speed unbound was so the car models the city everything else is the car models themselves are very realistic uh they look great the cities you know the cities aren't going to look as good as the car models don't get me wrong but everything looks like you know like it could be real life where it changes is that the characters the people who are in the game come off at like self-shaded like kind of stuff they look they they give me like uh jet set radio not that cartoonish but it's like that styling of um how it looks and then on top of that when you start doing like you know when you start using your uh boost or when you start drifting or when you're flying in the air some something that looks like wings comes out so i think it's very eye-catching in regards to me and it caused me to really want to play the game um so I enjoyed how like when you drift, you see like little smoke, cell shaded smoke coming off the tires as you're you're hugging the curve as you're going around the um, the corner or when you're flying. Like I said, when you're flying in the air and then like some, you know, it looks like somebody drew some wings on the side of your car like you were flying soaring through the air and then the character models themselves. Now, what I don't like is the story mode in the game is atrocious it's like i don't know who decided to make up this storyboard in regards to this game because what they did i they didn't have to do it the way they did it it's like so like so generic like you know some of the the jokes don't hit it's like you know it's almost like it's like taking like fast and the furious and how they do their movies and then just doing it through the eyes of somebody who just does not understand street uh, street racing culture so it's very like dry and um it's very cliche and a lot of stuff i can kind of do without it but i'm like you know because i enjoy the game um as in the gameplay the game the the car mechanics and the um, controls, although Need for Speed games are traditionally always like arcade games, for me, I think the 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 controls are a little too loose. Um, I needed like maybe I could tweak it a little better. I tweaked it when I first played it. It was way like it was almost unruly, 
and then I tweaked the um, controls a little bit and it got a lot better but I don't know if that was because I was still playing in the beginning of the game and the car that I was playing with is not really that good um and I I probably have gotten probably three four hours because I mean the trial only allows you to do 10 hours anyway so I probably did about three or four hours into the game and um from what I played in the game I liked it um the like I said the controls is little you know I'm more of a simulation type race car game guy so when I play arcade style it's cool but I'm not really it's not really my cup of tea to be perfectly honest um although I did you know I give Need for Speed Unbound and you know EA in regards to this um Need for Speed franchise credit because they Criterion are the ones who make these Need for Speed games for the most part nowadays and you know Criterion has a very great um track record in regards to racing games especially arcade style racing games so with their burnout franchise that they had back in the day so you know I, I i do enjoy playing the game i like the new art style they've gone with i just don't like it most of what uh unbound has i like i just don't like how they implemented the story mode itself so but um i would say if you have xbox or you know if you if you have xbox ultimate or if you have playstation with the ea play it's definitely something you should check out for at least for a trial of 10 hours um would I get it full price? I mean, me personally, I probably would get it full price because I am a car enthusiast to some extent and I do enjoy playing racing games. Um, but outside of that, um, yeah, it's definitely something like if you have those subscription plans, you know, you could always wait on it or you can get it on it at a discount. So yeah, I would definitely recommend. So basically in closing of um, today's episode, I wanted to talk about some of the games that um, appeared in the um, video game awards. Uh, primarily the game I really want to talk about is Armor Core 6. But before I get to Armor Core 6, 6 there were a couple of games that I saw um, that I were interested in. I, as before, I mentioned Cyberpunk uh, Phantom Liberty they had another official trailer on that i think that came out about three days ago you had um diablo 4 i'm not a big fan of diablo but for people who like the dungeon crawler uh games you know that have they got that coming out on xbox and playstation um you know suicide squad you know uh, um you know i'm i'm kind of interested in that i don't know uh, you know after the other game that came out from dc i'm not sure i gotta like really look into it uh they did a reveal a reveal of crash team rumble um that should be cool that's coming out it looks like it's coming out on xbox and playstation uh crime boss um it looks like one of those ensemble cast type of games so it, it come it gives me like a, a GTA Vice City vibe, which is funny because GTA is supposed to be coming out with a Vice City. The next one's supposed to be like that. Um, Blood Bowl. I was always a fan. I'm a fan of like uh, football games that are like you know um, Mutant League or Blood Bowl, but I never really got into Blood Bowl itself, only because it's more strategy. Like it's playing like a. Um, uh, turn-based strategy game 
And if it was more like, you know, like a football game, but you're playing it in like at that moment, real time type of thing, I would probably get into Blood Bowl more. But like I said, that game's coming out on Xbox. So, you know, you got that to look forward to. And then you have like, um, I think on PlayStation, you have Tekken and you also have Tekken on uh, Xbox. And um, yeah, uh, I saw that game. What is it? Uh, I think it's Judas. Judas looks good. It just reminds me of Bioshock, basically. Um, But without further ado, uh, let me just get right into um, Armored Core. So it was speculated that Armored Core 6 was going to come out. Uh, They announced it. Um, I'm extremely stoked for Armored Core 6. Um, it looks like it's going to be available on Xbox, but I'm going to be buying it on PlayStation because I've played every Armored Core game I've played has been on PlayStation. Armored Core is one of the games that I buy a PlayStation console for specifically. Well, let's put it this way. Most of the games that most of the Armored Core games I've played have been on PlayStation, (coughs) have been on PlayStations. So... Uh, now that I have a PS5, I can get Armored Core 6, and, you know, I'm going to really enjoy it. Um, it's funny because I've been hearing um, people have been uh, talking about how, oh, Armored Core 6 is going to be Souls-like or whatever, whatever. And it's turned into now it's like, oh, no, it's it's playing like Armored Core. And the funny thing is there was somebody who announced, who uh, leaked it, and that person never played an Armored Core game. And, you know, a lot of people know from soft, a lot of people nowadays know from software for Souls games, but like I've told Soapbox J, I don't know from software for Souls games because I've never really played any of the Souls games. I know from software for Armored Core. And I've tried to explain to people who are Souls fans that like, they're making a lot of money now off of Souls games, but they used to make their money off of Armored Core. I mean, they had to if they're coming out. If this is the sixth game coming out. There's got to be people buying this thing. So, um, but Armored Core, like, you know, Armored Core, when on when it first started coming out on PlayStation consoles, it was a, a seller on the consoles itself. Like, they made a lot of money off of um armor core games and armor core games were fun i in, i love like most people who listen to this podcast who've been listening to this podcast know how i feel about uh mecca and i'll play pretty much any um uh, um game or watch any show that has robots giant robots in it so i've played virtual on I've played, you know, um, obviously Armored Core. The game on Dreamcast I love the most is um, uh, Tech Romancer. So I love, like, these kind of games. So, you know, of course, you know, if people start telling me how, um, like, oh, yeah, they're going to be our Armored Core game. It's going to play kind of like Souls. I said, I like, I don't, I don't think... I don't think people who know me, who know me enough, like in regards to uh, like these kind of games, knew how adamant I was against um, if Armored Core 6 came out and played like a Souls game. I would, I would still play Armored Core 6, but I would definitely not like it. I would have to wait until it came down, came out for like five dollars, because I'm not trying to endorse 
a game and a franchise that I love playing like another game that they just happen to be making a lot of money off of like in my eyes from from software and I'm glad they you know stuck with it from software knows that they don't have to like they have a built-in audience for armored core so if they came out with an armored core game and it played like a souls game they would literally be stabbing all their armored core fans uh fans in the back just for this quick cash in my eyes it's quick cash for these souls games so because everybody makes souls games now so you know you know you coming out with a souls game doesn't mean anything to me personally so whereas armor core people don't come out with robot fighting games all that often so you know but i'm like i said i'm happy that armor core uh six has been announced and i'm definitely looking forward to when that comes out um the customization the uh, frenetic like fighting and you know all the the speed and everything else i'm just like i'm i can't wait uh like i can't wait to use armor core with the haptic feedback triggers on the ps5 so uh but before i uh end this out uh, i gotta i'll be remiss to not even mention this which is um hasbro has announced a couple maybe close to a week ago they announced that um they're coming out with a new transformers game uh i think it's called transformers reactivation and um i'm looking forward to it i saw the trailer it looks like you know it has like it looks like um like the autobot decepticon transformers you know civil war has hit earth and you know as it always does in every single show and um it's really devastating and the humans are trying to figure out what they're going to do and they're re it looks like they reactivated one of the autobots i would assume it's an autobot they reactivated him and now you're looking at it through their eyes so you know it's just a trailer um i'm really enjoying how the trailer looks you know i always like like i'm a big fan of transformers also aside from armor core like i said anything robot related i'm all in for i'll give it a shot so and uh reanimation the trailer looks great i just want to see more in regards to the game itself so but um on that note for otaku bio taku thanks for listening guys see you to the next one peace